0: Who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to the Friday edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from, you know where we are, from Just the News. So glad that you can join us on this Friday, heading into Mother's Day weekend. Listen, I want to start. And wish all the moms in America, all the moms in the Justin and his family, including my own amazing wife, Judy, and my own amazing mom, Marsha, who raised me. I want to thank you for the sacrifices, the patience, the love that you embodied for me as a husband, as a child, as a parent of a grandchild that my mom so adores. This is a day... We should celebrate every day. A big thank you to great moms everywhere. Mom, we love you. Judy, we love you. Thank you for all you've done to be extraordinary mothers to my child and to me and my brother. We're so grateful forever. We will be grateful. All right. Now that we got Mother's Day, you better be thinking about it. If you just heard that, you're like, oh my God, it's Mother's Day. It's not too late to get flowers. Not too late to take your mom out for breakfast on Sunday morning. Do something special. Do something creative and let your mom know how much you appreciate all she's done for you. All right. We've got an incredible show today. Congressman Troy Nellis from the great state of Texas is going to be here. He is making some big news this week. You know what he's done? He's proposed that the government, the federal government, get rid of the no-fly zones over Disney's theme parks in California and in Florida. Again, more pressure on Disney to stop getting involved in politics. We'll also ask him about if there's any update on why those Capitol Police officers were roaming around in his office. There's supposed to have been an investigation. We've been waiting for that. And of course, Congressman Nell also has been one of the first lawmakers to see what was going to happen here, which was stagflation. Inflation runs away. economy start shrinking. This month, that came true. He is the man who called it much earlier than most. And after that, we're going to bring on our good friend, Philip Patrick, who, by the way, was the first on this show a year ago to lay out the scenario. We're now in retracting economy, spiraling inflation, and a Biden presidency that seems to want to keep throwing fuel, kerosene, oil, gas, whatever you want to call it, on a raging wildfire. Phillip's going to give us his latest economic analysis, including what to make of the Fed's rates. Change a half point up this week. Some people don't think it was big enough what's going on in the markets yesterday was a extremely bad day for the markets there are jitters the great run on wall street may be coming to an end and all of us who have retirement investments 401k ira personal investments we all need to be on the watch on the guard for what's lying ahead and philip has lots of great advice including how to work precious metals gold silver into your portfolio when it makes sense All right, that is our show today. We've got a lot to talk about over the weekend. Please tune in Sunday. We've got some incredible guests. You're going to want to hear the interview we did with former FBI intelligence chief, Kevin Brock, who, by the way, one of the few former FBI agents to be critical of his agency in the way it did Russia. He was critical before anyone had the courage to call out the FBI for what it did. He has something very powerful to say about Hillary Clinton We've got a story up on the site right now. You can go check that out. If not, the Sunday podcast, the Mother's Day podcast. Well, it's going to be about that. So you're going to want to listen to him. We also got some other great interviews. Rand Paul will be on the Sunday podcast. David Perdue, the former senator running for governor in Georgia. He'll be on. We've got a great lineup all weekend long. You're not going to be disappointed by any of the guests that we have. They're all going to inspire you. And we'll end Sunday Uh, on the podcast with a live performance from a rising country star named Alexandria Korn. You're going to love her. She is sweet. She's talented. She writes music and she sings incredibly well. She is a rising star in the country music scene. She's now in Nashville, moved to LA from Nashville, but she wrote a song about her golden retriever, her dog, what she would like to say. Her dog's name is Seamus. I love that anyone that names her dog Seamus. He's cool already, but you're really going to want to hear this original song she wrote back together again. It put her on the map, 10 million views on social media alone. She's got a record deal. She's rising and she'll be the final star for some Sunday morning listening. Maybe you'll be spending with your mom and you can listen together. Great song. Anyone who's a dog owner, a dog lover, who's had a dog that made a difference in their life like my family's dogs have, well, you're going to want to listen to it because it will be great. So tune in to the Sunday podcast. A lot of rich stuff coming off the TV show and some stuff we've done uniquely for this week. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Congressman Troy Nels from the great state of Texas. A lot to talk about. Oh, yeah, including those Disney no-fly zones. Right after the commercial break. IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit TNUSA.com slash Just News. That's TNUSA.com slash Just News. Folks, factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved Meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest. He represents the great state of Texas in the U.S. House of Representatives. He is Congressman Troy Nails. Congressman, great to have you on the show today.
1: John, it's good to be with you. Good to be with you.
0: You have made a lot of news this week, uh, including in the state of Florida, and the state of California, with your proposal to strip Disney of its no-fly zones over its theme parks. Talk a little bit about what motivated that and what the reaction's been. Well,
1: when you look at Disney, and you know, obviously Governor DeSantis has looked at that special district and, and you know, Disney getting in all this woke. So they've really, uh, a lot of this is self-induced. Obviously, the state legislature in Florida is looking at Disney with the with these benefits they've received from the taxpayers in Florida. And we were looking into it and discovered, you know, that that Disneyland and Disney World and California and Florida, they have a no-fly zones over them. And these no-fly zones uh, uh, date back to 2003. Now, initially, obviously after 9-11, there were some temporary no-fly zones placed over places. But in 2003, this was placed in a big spending bill, uh, the omnibus bill back in 2004, and obviously became law. But I'm like, we got to look at this because I, I, I think this is uh, this is cherry picking. And, yeah. and I don't think they should have no fly zones. Why should they? They're the only two parks in the country that have them.
0: Yeah. And this isn't for security reasons, right? This is for convenience, like doing their fireworks and other stuff and keeping the noise pollution down. There's No known that I've been able to find no known security reason to have done this. Right.
1: That's right. And and their, their spokesman back then, there was a, a, a lady, Miss Goodman talked about it and said they're, they're really, their motivation is, is uh, you know, the safety and enjoyment of the guests. What they don't want, they don't want planes flying around with banners that say, you know, go buy Geico or, or you know, from, from others. So they, they don't want the helicopters above them. They don't want these, pl- fly, uh, these, these planes flying the banners. And, and I tell you, it, it, it really had an impact because many, many aerial advertising firms went out of business uh, because of this no-fly zone. But they don't have it at, at uh, different theme parks across the country. Hershey, Six Flags, Great America, these are the only two parks. And, and really, I believe it's because that Disney has such a strong lobby, they were able to sneak this in that omnibus spending package and, and make it law. But we, we have to stop this. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's right. Uh, and, and we need to strip them of that no-fly zone.
0: Yeah, no, a lot of people are talking about it and um, and eager to see how this plays out because I think at the end of the day, people want to. If you're going to get special favors, you're expected to you know be a good c- customer, and they haven't yeah. been a good customer. Certainly in Florida, with this legislation going against the will of the people. Um, when you look at the larger woke corporation. Movement And now it's really starting to feel the boomerang coming back through. I think Disney stock I read somewhere a couple of days ago is down about 40 percent from its high in 2019. And obviously some of it is over the fight with Florida. Some of it's just people are not happy with the level of content and what they're providing America. Uh, do you think there is a moment now where people are waking up and telling these companies, hey, we like you, but stay out of politics?
1: I think so and I think if Walt could come back Mr. Walt Disney could come back well number one he'd be turning over in his grave I don't you know when he wanted to create the greatest place on earth and and I've been to Disney a couple times but I bet you he would just be extremely frustrated and probably fire the entire leadership of Walt Disney Corporation today because they're getting into this I mean I listen I have kids and you you know I was there and you see the kids enjoying that park but I think the people want to see Mickey with pants and Minnie with a skirt. And, and Goofy is, is now Goofy all of a sudden now going to be able to be call, use pronouns. And, and Goofy could be called Sarah next week or Pluto. <laughs> I think people don't want that. And no. people are sick and tired of that. They just, like, stay out of this. But yeah. this is all self-induced on Disney. It's self-induced. And, and, and I don't know why they feel they need to take this extreme position. But this is the direction the far left and the woke has taken our country, Yeah. And so shame on them. Yeah,
0: and it's coming at the uh, cost of their bottom business line, which can't be good for investors, can't be good. We've had a bunch of CEOs on this show, the former head of Best Buy, the better, former head of McDonald's, and they, they had simple advice, which is, hey, just go back to serving your customers and serving the investors and get out of all this other stuff, that's not what you're paid to do, and seems like great advice. Hopefully soon some of these companies are gonna wake up, and I know that's what you're trying to do with your with your legislation. The border, your state is so disproportionately affected, though almost every state now is feeling the, the wrath of the border, whether it's fentanyl or the illegal aliens being shipped in the dark of night to, the, to places where they hit the social safety net. Do you think we are prepared for this next moment? Title 42 lifts in a few weeks. Uh, what is the next few months going to look like if that moment happens?
1: I think it's going to absolutely be worse than what it is. We've had a crisis now for the last 15 months. Uh, with Mayorkas and Joe Biden. And when you eliminate Title 42 here, what, May 23rd? There are thousands of people at the northern border there in Mexico just waiting for this May 23rd announcement where you'll end Title 42. And they're predicting, you know, hundreds of thousands every single month entering our southern border. (laughs) And I think Mayorkas kind of looking at this, he said, this is going to be a problem for us. But he's just listening to his boss, whoever that is. I couldn't tell you who that is. But he's listening, and and I just think it's sad, but the American people, when you look at it, whether it's Disney, whether you look at our southern border, the American people are starting to pay attention. His approval rating is in the toilet. But continue down with these policies. Go ahead, Sleepy Joe, continue down this path, and there will be that tsunami in in 2022 because the American people don't agree with what's taking place at our southern border. And the 100,000 lives that are lost each year because of fentanyl, I mean think about that these are these are american citizens these are sons and daughters and 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 they just don't want they 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 want the federal government to protect america and these cities and this administration puts the american people last he just doesn't seem to care about the american
0: people very much it really is remarkable and the disconnect uh, from everyday americans and these sort of the elitists in washington are so getting further and further removed every day from from the common sense uh, people that they're supposed to be representing. I I think this could be the election where a major correction uh, occurs. Mayorkas is quite the treat because while he's not guarding the border, though he keeps telling people that the border is secure, but no one believes that because they can see with their own eyes, uh, he now has started the disinformation board. Uh, He's got uh, quite a first pick, someone she admits yesterday. He didn't even vet, didn't even know about her prior efforts at misinformation do we have the wrong man in charge of the homeland security department right now
1: we do and i believe when we take back the house which we will under you know uh, jim jordan under judiciary i think we should certainly consider doing everything we can i think he should just uh, do it on his own and he should resign because he hasn't he hasn't done a very good job at all. I mean, you look at that crisis and it is so easy to just anybody can turn on any television and look what's happening in our southern border. Yeah. And then my has have the audacity to look at the American people in the eyes, see that camera and say our borders secure borders closed. It is such a bold face lie. It is. I don't know. Maybe he considers, John, you and I and others just stupid or naive.
0: Well you do so at your own risk, I'll tell you that. Yes, John. (laughs) It's
1: one of the greatest threats to our to our nation, the integrity and our laws here, and to protect the American people at Southern Border. And they just continue to ignore it, but you know, John, this is by design, buddy. This isn't by accident. This is by design. It's all about votes, votes, votes in the
0: future. Yeah, no, there is. There is no doubt. I know you were down at Mar-a-Lago, got to see the uh, Dinesh D'Souza movie, I believe, uh, 2000 Mules. I've done a lot of reporting on this uh, uh, problem with ballot harvesting going back to last summer. Um, Do you think we're getting on top of the election issues now? We're starting to understand how the left has been playing with the system and making those corrections?
1: absolutely and if the and if your listeners have not watched or, or bought a ticket yet to 2000 Mules Dennis yeah. D'Souza's movie 2000 Mules i think it's fantastic it, it you know it, it talks about the, the technology and and Katherine Emberbrecht Al- she she did a great job with this as it relates to geofencing and and and, and just tracking people and and it's, it, it's a great great movie because what it does is it just doesn't have a couple of people just talking using the technology. They actually show video, state-sponsored videos of these, these mailboxes, these voting boxes, scattered throughout the entire country, it's specifically amazing, between isn't it? states. And it, it's fantastic. So yeah. I think it will it will get it will people the American people that view this certainly will pause. And I would I would recommend that that Nina that Nina that dis- disinformation chick. <laughs> she should watch it because she's going to have to go back and say, Hey, Joe, and everyone else, we've got a problem here. Yeah. We've got to try to find a way to silence Dinesh D'Souza and this 2,000 meals. We can't let this go on. It's
0: just a matter of time before something like that happens, and we're going to be uh, realizing. And, and, you know, the the argument that this group has to make, right, is, and it's the argument Mayorkas makes when he goes on TV and makes us all laugh. Don't believe your eyes. I know you see all those people running across the border, but don't believe it. Don't believe it. Trust us. We got it. It's uh, uh, people are getting tired of that. uh, That line It's kind of like a bad slapstick movie now. It's almost become comical. Some of the lines.
1: Yeah, John. I don't want to give the movie away, but it shows in the middle of the night, two, three o'clock in the it morning. Does. People, these individuals, they have gloves on. They're yep. throwing these ballots into these only ballot boxes. You're not putting your your clearinghouse, where you know mail or your electric bill in here. These are only for ballots. And it shows these individuals traveling around it's the amazing. entire state, putting these ballots in these boxes, dozens and dozens of times each and every night. It's yes. stunning.
0: It's just yes, stunning. Sir. We discovered the. Uh, I was working with Catherine last summer going through reviewing some of stuff and we discovered the gloves cause they show up on a very specific night. I think it's like December 22nd is the first time they yeah. show up with gloves. And that's the day that Arizona arrested a bunch of people for harvesting and announced that the way they found the harvesting was that there were fingerprints on the ballots and all of a sudden the next night, all the Georgia harvesters, they got gloves on. You go, ah, oh, that can't be an accident. You know, something's going on there. It's an amazing thing. Congressman, a lot of people on this show have been worried about what happened in your office. Capitol Police came in. Have you been able to get answer evidence, anything from the inspector general about what went on in the intrusion in your office?
1: I did. uh, The the current the IG, his name was Michael Bolton, not the senior Michael Bolton. Well, he retired (laughs) now. He left, he retired, I hope, uh, I don't know, maybe Nancy booted him out, who knows. So now we have an acting AG, but he was in my office, this acting AG was in my office. Uh, went uh, a week and a half ago or so, and provided me uh, uh, an executive summary, but he said he would have his full report to me. It was supposed to be by today, but I saw I texted him this morning. He said you'll have it next week for certain. But what it's going to show is that is that the Capitol Police were trying to preserve evidence. Evidence taking this picture, evidence in it, and so the the, the IG will tell you that uh, that I was under investigation when you got the chief of police saying I was never under investigation. I can assure you. I was under criminal investigation, so I'm looking forward to getting this report uh, next week, and we'll certainly expose and, and let the uh, let your listeners and others. So they've know told that.
0: you that they were they weren't in there just because they were worried about an open door and security. That this was something they were taking pictures to preserve evidence against you. That's exactly right.
1: Yeah, well, obviously I was the threat. Right. Come on, nobody's going to believe that somebody went into my office and we still don't know how that dof- office door was found open yeah. that the IG can't explain it. Somebody's going to go on my right whiteboard and write some of these things down, leave their DNA and everything and then all of a sudden make it look like I had a threat against me. If it was a threat against me, John, they would have called me within hours. That's right. But That's the protocol. They didn't call me at all. No. They didn't call me at all. No, it's me. It's this insurrectionist. I'm being beat up, beat the hell on social media and the yeah. far left, everybody calling me an insurrectionist and everything else because they actually felt that I was the threat because my position on J6. I exposed J-6, I exposed the Capitol Police leadership team for failing to do their damn job, and if they would have done their job, J-6 would have never, ever happened. It would have never happened, and General Walker agrees with me. If the National Guard would yep. have been deployed in our nation's capital on January 6th Like it had been offered, right? It, absolutely, yeah. and, it was, and all the intelligence was there. January 6th would have never taken place, but there are people that wanted it to take place.
0: If they were going to enter the office to preserve evidence, isn't it normally the procedure to get a warrant and do it the right way under the fourth amendment?
1: Well, I, I I will say we're dealing with some uh, individuals here that, that, uh, uh, their, their motivations are, are not legit. They're not honorable. And they were coming after me to silence and destroy me. That's what Nancy Pelosi wants to do to guys like me. If I am a, a vocal critic of J6 and that leadership team, they're going to go out there and try to destroy me, just like they did with Donald Trump.
0: The cancer right? culture. And you know, all collusion,
1: yeah. all this other stuff. They go after people. They try to destroy you, John. Shame on them. But I'm not sitting down. I'm going to continue to fight. And I will continue to fight as a rep here in Texas Twenty Second.
0: Well, it's a big deal, and so we'll, we'll hope to see the paper. But right now, your top line is they were in there for reasons other than what they originally claimed, right? You're confident in that what that's what the IG found.
1: Absolutely, they they, they took a picture. They conducted an investigation into me, uh, assume, uh, claiming that I made threats, and I'm not trying to figure out who. Well, who did I make threats to? Well. Chinese body armor and a handwritten map of the Rayburn building. I mean, what they think I was going to do, but, th- but this is what they want to do. They're, they're trying to turn me into an insurrectionist, a bad guy, people saying lock me up. I mean, come on, but this is what they're doing. But I will not, I will not cave. And has that investigation
0: been closed? I assume it must be closed by now. It's been a year, right?
1: well the chief of police he seems to be a pretty good egg a little naive in my humble opinion but no they don't want this to go any further i bet they don't
0: yeah oh hell no so they investigate you they intrude your office without a warrant take pictures and then lie about it for the last six seven months right that's the only way to interpret what you just said
1: john they're toying with the wrong sheriff
0: (laughs) that i'm sure of (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, sir, this is important news. I'm so glad you came to share it. I want to ask you just one last thing before I go. I know how busy you are, but you were one of the earliest members of Congress to call where this economy was going. You you, you predicted it. High inflation, and then the economy would start to retract and would be caught in that stagflation moment. Now we're there. It's it's clear. Last week, last week, we now see it happening well, how important is this uh, economic dynamic going to be to the election? And what can Republicans do once they're in charge to try to get it reversed?
1: Well, number one, we have to rein in some of the spending. Obviously, you see the feds doing what they can with inflation with the with the interest rates and now homeowners are going to be up to five, 6% on a 30 year. But, but the fact is, is that, is that the American people go to the gas pumps. I mean, once a week, right? You're driving in and to work back and forth and you're putting $80 into that car. That stings, John does that hurts. These people making $60,000 or less. And it hurts. So they're starting to look at this and say, you know what, why am I paying $80 to fill this up when 15, 18 months ago under Donald Trump, it was half the cost? It's because this administration is an all-out assault against the oil and gas industry. We're concerned not only a few prices, and we could fix this. We could reverse this quickly if we were just out. Obviously, we could be energy independent like Trump was, but he hates Donald Trump. Joe Biden hates this guy so much, Donald Trump he was going to reverse every single policy Trump did as it relates to energy, the keystone, you know it, your listeners know it. So the American people are paying attention to this. They're obviously concerned food prices. Everything is up. Everything is up, up and up. And it's starting to, the people are paying attention to this as well. This administration has created their own crisis. I don't understand why they're continuing to go down this path. They what? They don't think the American people are paying attention. They truly are. That's why his approval ratings in the toilet, in the absolute toilet. So now what they're going to try to do is say, we got to talk about these
0: crazy, crazy pro-life people, and we got to deflect. Change the subject, right? Deflection talk- again. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Seen Absolutely. this show before? It was called Russia collusion or Ukraine impeachment. Now, uh, now it's going to be abortion. It's remarkable. Sir, it is always an honor to have you on the show. This uh, revelation from the Inspector General of the Capitol is very, very important. Uh, We're going to be on top of it. When you get that report next week, if you can make sure we get a copy, we will be on it and writing here at Just the News. It's such an important story.
1: Absolutely, John. God bless
0: you, your listeners. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to keep on this theme of the economy with our good friend Philip Patrick from Birch Gold Group, one of our partners. He's been calling the economy right for the last year. You've had him on the show once a month. He's such a blessing to have on because he understands the dynamics and he's got a big uh, dynamic. He wants to point out to you, today the gap between the Fed and the Biden administration. They're not on the same page as it relates to this economy. We're going to talk about that next after this commercial break. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Tidal Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. This next guest is one of my favorite. Why? Because for more than a year now, every time he's come on and he's given us some sense of where the economy's going, he's turned out to be right time and time and time again. The moment we find ourselves in Philip Patrick from our great friends at Birch Cold Group was on the money telling you about this. And now we're in a moment of extraordinary stagflation, right? High inflation and decelerating economy. Uh, and who told you that first? I could tell you who it was. It was Philip Patrick. Philip, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you for having me, John. And thank you very much.
0: You've really guided this audience to be on guard, to be ready. And I think this week with the Fed uh, going up a half point, I know it's the biggest since, I guess, 2000, uh, so about 22 years, but some people don't think it's enough to really take on the inflation. How do you read the Fed's action from this week?
2: Look, it was fairly predictable. I mean, Fed's Powell, uh, uh, Powell's Fed, sorry, my, my brain, um, is probably the most predictable Fed we've seen in, in certainly my lifetime. Uh, they've been telegraphing the half a percent rate hike f- since their last meeting. Um, they... Treasury market already priced it in into treasury rates, right. and the Fed didn't disappoint. Right uh, now that inflation is become probably the biggest political issue, the Fed are prioritising tackling it. In fact, in in their last meeting, Pound said he needs to raise rates expeditiously to get inflation under control. So it looks like we've got more ahead this year. Analysts are predicting that we'll see the Fed funds rate at 3% by the end of the year. And of course, as you'd expect on the back of that, the markets are already suffering. and I think we've got a little bit more pain to come, or maybe quite a bit more.
0: It seems that way. I mean, uh, yesterday felt like a bad case of whiplash, and it, it, it could be over anytime soon. What are investors in the market thinking now? When you look at the institutional investors, they can't be feeling good about all of the economic science, particularly the deceleration of the economy that was announced last week.
2: Yeah, it's it's not a good picture, and the markets are feeling it. I mean, the S&P, and this was even before the half Percent rate hike. So this is on the back of the quarter point earlier this year. We saw the S and P. It's had its worst start to the year since 1939, down over 13 percent for the year. Oof. April, worst month uh, for the Nasdaq since the financial crisis in 08. And the bond market, which is typically a reprieve, is showing the same thing. The, the broad bond market down almost 11 percent year to date. 10 year Treasury went over 3%, which usually is not a good sign no, for the markets not. the market It's not. So what we're starting to see now, I think, is the unwinding of this Fed-sponsored everything bubble. The party appears to be over. The Fed now are seeking and and, and Powell's desperately trying to to, to get the proverbial soft landing. And I use the word proverbial, by the way, because I don't think it's ever been successfully. That's right. it hasn't been
0: achieved. Let's talk about it.
2: (laughs) exactly right it's it's sort of pie in the sky at this point and i'm almost starting to feel sorry for for pal it's like he's trying to land a plane here without an engine is it theoretically possible it is But there's a lot of extenuating circumstances that make it very difficult, right? The Fed don't control everything. We're seeing supply shocks. We're seeing global central banks selling off dollars. We're seeing massive government spending. There are infinite ways to crash this plane, to crash the economy, and only one way to, to land it safely. So although it's been a rough few days, few months in the markets, I think it is the beginning of more significant, Significant downturns on the horizon.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. So, when you say there is one way to maybe land this economy, what, what do you think is the may not be the way that the administration of the Fed takes, but what do you think is the one possibility to get Americans the best outcome? Look, I, I
2: think what we need, what we don't have right now, which is cooperation, synergy, and essentially an executive branch and a Fed that are working together, right? But we just don't have that. We've got an administration still trying to push through massive spending packages, yeah. and at- And at the same time, they're lying to the American people about it. So it doesn't appear like they're going to U-turn on that. If we had an administration working hand in hand with the Fed, enforcing fiscal responsibility, we might have a chance. But again, it's just not happening. So let's sort of break it down. What do we need to do to give us the best chance? We need to tackle debt. We need to get spending under control. Not happening. We need to rebuild faith in the U.S. dollar as a meaningful global reserve currency. Again, as long as we're printing money, we're weaponizing that U.S. dollar, it's not going to happen. And of course, we need to get inflation under control. We need to raise rates quickly, courageously, as Volcker did. But the problem is, I don't think we're going to see that for a couple of reasons. Number one, Powell is is, is much more of a, a creature of Wall Street. He's a more political animal than Volcker ever was. And the other side of things is the $30 trillion in debt, right? For us to raise rates as aggressively as as Volcker did could be crippling to the economy. So that's why I think this soft landing is going to be very, very hard to engineer. Um, Without coordination, without a share plan, it's going to be tough. So it appears that what we're looking at at best, sadly to say, is, is a you know, fairly extensive period of stagflation while the Fed crushes the economy in attempt to kill inflation, or at worst, the Fed capitulates, tries to save the market again, and we see inflation take a grip aggressively here in the United States. So, either way you look at it, I think it's you know there's no easy way to save the U.S. economy here. I, I don't see an easy way.
0: Yeah, no, I think a lot of people we're talking to have the exact same assessment. There's a lot of talk by the Biden administration. We have a lot of giveaways, right? You got the you got the transportation secretary saying, hey, we might give you money to pay off your debt for your car. But the big one yeah. that's been talking, and I think in some ways rattling the market a little bit, is the idea that the federal government might cancel a wipe out student loan debt. Uh, does that just add uh, more kerosene to a wildfire?
2: It does. And and this is the one thing that this administration can <laughs> doesn't seem to understand you cannot spend your way out of an inflation issue it just has never worked in history it's contrary to the basics of economics and and until they really understand that these problems are just going to get much much worse you know the one thing i'm happy about is the fed really really understand now that inflation is a real issue they're not deflecting it anymore but let's just see if we have the tools to to, to get us out of it. But like I said, as long as the executive branch are doing what they do, I just don't see Powell being able to do it.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. That disconnect between the Treasury Secretary and the um, Fed Chairman is really noticeable and the administration just keeps marching to what is an ideological agenda that doesn't seem to be really taking into account the economic uh, st- uh, state of the economy and also what, what it will do with each of these um, motions So you're sitting here and you predicted this moment. I mean anyone who's been faithful to the show knows Philip You've been on this and you've guided us to the right understanding each time if you're somebody that's trying to survive this, because it's going to not be, it's probably going to be a crash landing, probably not a soft landing. Uh, what can people do to protect their financial futures, particularly people like myself? I'm getting closer to retirement. I've been watching my retirement keep shrinking. What are some of the best options for us to get insulated and survive this in the best way possible?
2: Look, I think, and we've said it before, but I think you need to understand the nature of our issues. And then really look at assets that are conducive to combat them. And and that's where I think precious metals do have an advantage uh, in in this climate. Um, Look at the global picture. At the end of last year, we saw global central banks dollar holdings at 25-year lows, right? So central banks are dumping dollars. Um, Gold holdings, 31-year high in the same time period. So... You you know, what works for them works for the individual, albeit on a, on a smaller scale. The, the, the president of the National Bank of Poland explained why they were doing this, I think, very well. He said, and this is a direct quote, he said, gold is not directly linked to any nation's economy, and it can withstand global unrest in financial markets, right? It is a safe haven for nations as well as individuals in uncertain times. So I think it's just a case of hedging your exposure making sure that your assets are in an asset class that is geared to grow in an inflationary time uh, climate and in a time where markets are declining. And that's where I see the advantage with metals today. And that's where I see stocks and bonds obviously not performing. So I think it's just a case of diversification and making sure that you have a hedge in place.
0: Yeah, and you've seen some countries, even one who's been a bad actor lately, Russia, uh, at least try to secure its um, currency with uh, a gold standard. People, people are beginning to realize gold is a stabilizer in an otherwise incredibly unstable environment. You guys have a very special offer. I love I love this because um, I didn't know this until I met and got in partnership with you guys, but the ability to protect a 401k, an IRA, someone who's worked all their life to make sure they got a retirement nest egg when they, when they finally quit their job and get to that great moment in their life. Uh, how can people... Take take advantage of learning more from Birch Gold about how to take advantage of 401k and IRA eligible gold investments.
2: Of course, so look, information is the most important thing and, and that's our priority so for your listeners they can get a, a free information kit uh, they have to text just news to nine eight nine eight nine eight just news to nine eight nine eight nine eight they get a free information kit uh, there are a lot of account managers like myself there at the firm as well that can you know sort of hold people's hand and, and guide them through the process step by step by step but information is key and we got a lot of good information at Birch for your listeners. Oh,
0: yeah. Listen, that that kit, that 20-page kit is unbelievable. I mean, I I consider myself pretty savvy, know a lot of things covering the news every day. I had no idea that this option existed. And once you read the 20-page kit, you are a lot better informed. It's a really remarkable thing. Last question, what should we be looking for? What are the finger on the pulse signs that we should be watching for in the economy the next few weeks?
2: Look, I think we need to look at the next uh, inflation numbers. Uh, Analysts are predicting we may see a dip shorter term. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And, of course, we've got to watch everything coming out of this Federal Reserve. I want to see how aggressive they're going to be with rates or whether they start to backtrack, right, as we head deeper into recession. So Federal Reserve are going to be the big ones here and, and what they do with rates. That's going to be the big one for me.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's right. I think all eyes are on that one. Philip, it's always an honor to have you on. We learn a lot. And I think this listening audience has been blessed by your really prescient, ahead of the curve uh, advice about what's happened because it has played out. I mean, there are movies that don't go as well to script as what you've been able to lay out for us. And I I feel really, really blessed to having the show. And I know we're going to watch you back next week to navigate further this crazy economic moment.
2: I look forward to it and as i always say it's an honor to, to be on your, your show is fantastic so thank you for having me and uh, we'll speak soon
0: that sounds great have a great weekend and folks remember all you gotta do is text the word just news to 989898 that's pretty easy to remember get that kit get smart because we're heading into some even more difficult times ahead all right we're gonna take a quick commercial break when we come back we're gonna wrap things up for the day who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us justnews. That's amac.us justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out Text just news to 989898 98 98 right now. All right, folks, welcome back. What a great show. What a great show indeed. Special thanks to Congressman Nels. A lot of news in that interview. A lot to take away from that interview. Very important stuff. And then, of course, always to Philip, Patrick is probably one of the wisest people I consult on the economy. He's been calling it right for 14 months on this show. If, if you've been listening, you just know how prescient, how spot on, how strategic he's been in seeing what was going to happen. He's been able to read the tea leaves. And I think today, something he said that really struck me, and I think you just want to let this zero in as you think about this over the weekend. The Fed and the Biden administration are on two different pages. And when that happens, I can tell you in my 30 plus years in Washington, bad things are ahead for the economy. Bad things are ahead for the economy. And it's already becoming bad. The markets have been tough. You're seeing prices at the grocery store, the gas station, the hardware store. I was gonna do a project at my cabin. It's just too darn expensive right now. I gotta cancel it. It's not worth doing. I'm gonna pay an extreme premium because of inflation. I'm gonna wait it out. But those sort of things are the sort of things that Philip brings to this show. What an incredible gift talent partner we have. Every time he comes on the show, we're smarter for it. Two great interviews. Now this weekend, remember, great show. Rand Paul, Buck your seatbelt. That's going to be an incredible interview. We've got David Perdue running for the governor's race in Georgia, former senator. He's got a lot to say about election integrity. And of course, we've got Kevin Brock, an amazing interview we did, former intel chief for the FBI, one of the FBI guys who've been honest, an honest broker, including calling out the FBI for its bad behavior and Russia collusion. He'll be on there. And then an incredible musical opportunity at the end of the show. A few weeks ago, we gave you the father-daughter duo who are singing their way to stardom and they just have such great music. And this week, we've got a bonafide country music star. She is tearing it up. And Alexandria Korn, her song about her golden retriever, get a box of tissues for you and your mom. You're going to be sniffling. You're going to be crying. It's just too good a song not to listen to. We're going to finish out Sunday with an exclusive live performance from Alexandria, who's just a delightful young woman, full of energy, crazy talented as a writer, and has a really gifted voice. You know why? She moved from L.A. to Nashville Nashville wants voices just like her. She's going to be a star on the horizon. You're going to get to hear from her first and perform. You're going to hear her story. The story why she wrote the dog song is amazing. The record labels originally turned her down. She put it on social media. It blew up. And now she's got a record deal with that song. Isn't that funny? Trust your instincts is what she told us. You're going to love that interview on Sunday. All right, folks, it wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports for the week. Happy Friday. Go into the week and happy Mother's Day to all the moms, all the great women in this incredible country, those who have adopted, those who've given birth, those who have fostered whatever connection you have to motherhood, to rearing children, to being a good steward. Of a young life we send our heartfelt thanks and god's blessings to you happy mother's day everyone we'll be back on monday but don't forget to check out our special sunday edition a lot of sweet delights on a special mother's day this weekend god bless everyone be back on monday folks financial experts thought we were in the clear they were anticipating around six rate cuts by the fed this year and then the inflation data came out Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started. And it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews.